Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. What a way to start the show. What an awesome Ow. banging track. Yeah, hey. Was Flo Rida and Stacy somebody freaking out? If I was a gym person, if I was a gym rat, this is what I'd listen to. Or maybe on Puza Thursday. Yeah, I'm not that cool to put it off yet. Because I was actually thinking, maybe like, since I have to wake up so early, this is the song I should be listening to. Because this morning, I actually woke up at four. I was like, you know what, Sia, maybe you need like a nice song to get you into the mood. And so I pressed play and Philip Phillips started playing. Big mistake. Debbie Downer. Oh, Debbie no, no, Downer no. gets out the bed. Because he was just too calm and cool for school. So then I went back to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, I so wake he, up at like quarter to six. I was like, well, there's this little thing called a job that I have to be at before six o'clock. So yeah, Joburg traffic has never been on my side, especially this morning. Me trying to be Michael Schumacher weaving through that uh, didn't happen. We're, we're going to have to ask Duncan to give you a copy of that song so you can wake up every wake morning up with this. a step in your beat. Uh, in your step. We'll try, we'll try. It's all about a good feeling, and that's exactly what we want to do for the next hour. Good morning, everybody, and wherever you're listening. This is Hashtag Hands Across SA. It's a leadership-themed show for today, right, Brent? Today we're talking about leadership. I think it means a lot this week to be to be focused on leadership and, and where uh, the country is celebrating Mandela Day on Friday, uh, and it's our first day, Mandela Day, without him. Oh, yeah. So we need to look back at the great things that he did and focus on the amazing leadership that he brought for our country and that's a cool theme it's it's cool to have to focus on leadership and especially young leadership I oh absolutely and for me what stands out you know matiba to me is the ultimate leader and what is bigger than that is to apply what he has done in his life into yours now we aren't necessarily saying go out there and start you know going against a revolution but it's all about actually realizing that wherever you are, whenever you are, whatever you do, you can also apply that into your own life. And whatever you stand for, stand for it exactly to the fullest of your being. And you go out there and you make a difference. I agree. Amen. I, and and like Nelson Mandela said, it's all in our hands to make the difference. Oh, we, exactly. We're the change. And and that starts at young leadership. Oh, yeah. Wherever you know, really, it is whatever you believe in. And you go full and strong with that. And on that note, can we bring in our guest? We'll include her in this discussion of notes, right? Uh, open up the door and bring her in. We've got Raylene Rourke in studio with us. Good morning, Raylene. Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for being with us. Oh, it's so nice to be here. So what a cool topic. For you, you're a leader of note as well. Um, yeah, uh, Take that term. It's, it's befitting for you. I but accept it. I accept it. <laughs> in your eyes, what is a leader? You know, when we think about leadership, like you said, it feels sometimes like it's big and oh, yeah. it's outside of us, but actually it's so much within us. And um, so when I think about leadership, I think of firstly about leading self. I think about how I, I think about where am I in my small space? How am I influencing the people immediately around me? So it's about the little decisions that we make every single day. It's about the little um, inspirations, the smile we give somebody walking next to us or we meet some. It's, it's the little things that add up. So when I think about leadership, it's just those culminating things that we do every single day and and then those allow us to have the confidence to have these big visions which i i love as well oh, yeah. because i think oh, yeah. that's within us as well to create big things but it's always about you know it's not the staunting thing of go out there and change the world but it's go out there and change you know wherever you are whatever platform you have be it exactly. you know the, the organization you work for or your circle of friends or whatever reach you have i hate to sound like the ultimate oprah 
punter and as if I'm so biased, but totally that's what she advocates as well. See a Winfrey, you are <laughs> part of Oprah. But but I think if we take a step back, we, we literally have the most beautiful person in studio with us. Raylene, uh, you've got to tell the listeners where you come from. What are you about? Where What, what is your story? Sure. Okay. Um, I come from Mtata. Mtata is a very special part of South Africa. It's in the Eastern Cape. It's also the home, or not far from the home, of uh, Utata Nelson Mandela, who, who was born in Kunu, mm-hmm. which is in that same area. And really, I think it's one of the places that is very still community-based. It's small town. Um, I knew everybody around me in my town. And it's one of the places that a lot of our leaders in South Africa came from. So we always knew that. So it's the small uh, small place but dream big kind of atmosphere that it had. And I think that influenced me quite a lot. So my story is that I come from a beautiful uh, home, a uh, lovely family who really helped me create good roots but also gave me wings to fly. So my, I, and, the, and I flew and my wings brought me to Johannesburg eventually. I modeled and uh, did all kinds of things and studied and worked and then now growing a beautiful organization here. That, that's incredible and it there sounds like an amazing place to grow. I think there is something in the water. It definitely is. I'd li- <laughs> I think I need to come and visit your hometown. Um, but going back, you were crowned as Miss S18 in 2004. Yeah. And, and what was that like? That was such a magical, magical, magical um, experience for me. You know, I entered the pageant because I really appreciated the platform that it gave a young girl in our country to take the platform to lead young people. You know, we can never have enough positive role models. And that, for me at that stage, was one of the platforms that allowed that. Um, so I, I really wanted a win it when I entered it, you Ooh. know. <laughs> How many times? You you won in your second time. You entered first, Exactly. Right? So yeah. I entered when I was 15 years old and I came third so Putikomo is here and I watched her that year as she reigned she was a beautiful winner as well and I saw the amazing work she could do and so before the cutoff time I said I have to try and win this thing it's gorgeous <laughs> it's lovely so I did um and 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 the year that led that I was Miss Teen South Africa was really I would say one of the years that defined a little bit of my passions. So I had an opportunity to travel our country. I had a real opportunity to speak to thousands of young people across different levels in South Africa. I I did work with drug abuse. I did work with um, cancer. I did work with affluent young people. So really got to understand the dynamics of South Africa. Did you realize the power you had and the reach you had by being Miss S18? You know what? Um, I did respect the platform a lot. So I did, um, in some ways, I did know that this was one of the big platforms I would have. So I took it quite seriously. And since I was a young girl, I always knew I had a little bit of a role to play in in a leader. So when I was in Tata, whether I was in my school, I always knew that I represented some constituency. If I was at school, I was representing my family. If I was at an inter-school event, I was representing my school. So I kind of took leadership and being an example quite seriously from a young age. So by the time a teen came, it was, I'm representing young South Africans. Totally. You know, that's, and that's having a fantastic way to put it. Yeah, and so and I had amazing opportunities to bring that alive. Going to the World Economic Forum in Davos, traveling and going to get the 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 cup for the 2010 World Cup in Germany when it ended. Those kind of yeah. really cool representation 
um, opportunities, I had to take it seriously. And of course, it didn't hurt that you had a beautiful dress to wear. Every day. And you had stylists and you had makeup artists and you could say world peace without being judged. <laughs> I've, I've got that question. Were yes. you were you ever asked about world peace? As they do in pageants in America, when they, they pull the girls up on stage and they always give that one question. Oh, yeah. they say... How are you, Raylene, going to change the world? You know what? I don't know if they really ask that question, to be honest. I, I mean, I think that's a little bit... Do they ever? I, I mean, I've, I've never heard I've only, I've only seen it in movies. You know, exactly. So that's, do, that's do you still remember your question that you were asked? Funny enough, I do. I didn't for a long time, and then... Um, I had to watch the pageant not so long ago. The, uh, so this is 10 years later, and I, my mom had a DVD on it, so we watched it. How does that and feel, looking back 10 years yeah. <laughs> at this at this entrepreneurial leader standing up on stage with all these ambitions, and 10 years later, you basically get to judge yourself as you were 10 years before? No, it felt weird. <laughs> it felt weird, but but so proud as well. It's like, you know, your life's been made up of so many different things. Yeah. Um. So a proud moment. My question was really cool, actually. I don't think I had a good answer, I must admit. Oh, wow. When I think about it now, I'm like, what? Um, but they asked the question of, what would you tell, um, what would you tell a person dying of AIDS? Ooh, wow. Um, to, to keep them inspired. Oh, now that, so, that takes away the world's question. That's a hard question for not even a 15-year-old. For someone who's 30 or 40, it's a difficult right? question. But here, here's the thing. So what was your answer 10 years ago? Oh and wh- what would your answer be now? How would you? Yo, um, so my answer 10 years ago, I think, you know, I'm sure a lot of points were around confidence. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Not necessarily content. <laughs> Just as long as you back your answer you know, up and you smile. So I smiled and stood up straight and and I and I spoke about um the beauty of South Africa actually and I, I said I would encourage them to look around them and take in the little things that are around them and the country we I spoke a lot about South Africa and say, you know what, you exist in quite a magical space if you could just open up your eyes to it and maybe use this time to enjoy that. Something that, like that's, that. that's beautiful. <laughs> and for if you were 15, yeah? No, at that time it was, I was 17, 17. years old. It was for, for a 17 year old to come up with an answer like that is still huge. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's some people that are a lot older that would have got asked the question that would be completely stumped. They wouldn't know what to say. Right. But 10 years later, what would you say? I'd probably say the same thing and then take your medication. Because oh. <laughs> you will live. That's like <laughs> the opposite thing. I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> Like maybe Amazing. you should wave Amazing. to the judges. Maybe you should do a little wing to the audience. I, <laughs> I don't know how to sell it. But that's so fascinating to me. And so let's go through your year of rain. What did that entail and what did you get up to? So I was really focused in that year. I said, well, I've got 12 months. Where do I want to make the biggest impact? And um, it was the time in South Africa where uh, we were struggling with tick on the Cape Flats, yep. uh, the, the, the drug. And um, and my dad was a recovering alcoholic who's mm-hmm. been clear for many, many years, and we worked through it together. So I, alcohol and drug abuse was one of the things that, you know, was alive in me. And I said, well, it's killing South African young people specifically at that time. So I, I asked the organizers if I could do work with SANCA, which is the South African uh, National Council of Alcohol and Drug Dependency. It was quite a different thing for a machine oh, yeah. to do because, you know, he was, I think, 
you know, the likes of cancer and leukemia and those kind of causes usually are what they, they take on. I, yeah. I, th- I think it's almost like an average. So when, when you are chosen as a pageant right. winner, you would choose certain criteria because it fits the mold and it's yeah. what everybody else it's would do. Exactly. But a true leader and someone that, that has leadership qualities is someone that I believe thinks out of the box. Exactly. And that's exactly what you did. At right. that time, Ooh. you had something that you believed in, you had something that, that you wanted to change and you completely thought out of the box and and went for it. There was right. you, you went for it. And the great thing was that you had this amazing platform to do it on. Right. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And it is. It's exactly what you're saying. It's being true to yourself because that's when the magic happens. That's when you'll be powerful. You'll be passionate. You'll be, you know, you know why you're doing it. Your why so is right. You yeah. know. So <clears throat> so that's what I did. I I, I headed up a, a campaign called Value Yourself and Make a Healthy Choice. And it was one that I wrote myself and kind of worked with Sanka and we put a really great talk and videos and stuff together. And I took it across the country. I went into other parts of, of the continent as well and spoke to young people, visited young people in rehabs and just really also educated myself on, on, on the topic of drugs in this country and the implications of it. And then just started, you know, from one young person to the other talking, you know, talking this talk now you and speaking is almost like just goes together in the perfect way because even at 14 i understand you know you were involved with the championships of the national performing arts you did what is called spokes modeling yeah. i didn't even know <laughs> such existed so what does it exactly entail being a spokes model you know what um i don't think it even exists anymore i don't know what that was don't really. make a sound <laughs> You're making yourself but, sound like you were born like millennia ago. No, like, <laughs> no, you know what? It was, I've never, because I've never come across that category ever again, but it was in a competition where you could, it was a modeling competition and you could model swimwear as you do and evening wear and casual and those categories. And then this specific competition had spokes modeling and it was about speaking. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. This is really what I want to do. Yeah. And, uh, and I got on and there were different um, levels of this competition. So the regional level I spoke about, we were still bidding for the 2006 World Cup bid. Yeah. And so I did this whole ad. So you could like actually put on an advert, a little bit of drama or speech, whatever. I put on this ad and why South Africa needs to win the 2006 World Cup bid. I was much younger, you know, then. And we obviously didn't win it, but that was, it gave you the opportunity to speak out on something you felt passionate about. And, um, and then when I did go to LA to get to the next level, I spoke on the African Renaissance and President Tabumbek is one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. And, and he had, he was the Renaissance man at the time and he was doing a lot of talks around that. And, and that was a topic that I was loving and enjoying and wanted to share with. And it was a good opportunity because there was a lot of other countries in the room as well. So. And you were a great poster girl for South Africa. I just have to say that. <laughs> totally. I, I, I'm sitting in my chair and I actually am filled with inspiration. I'm ready to hear it like Viva, you know. <laughs> but, you know, for me, I, I'm, you know, people say I have like verbal diarrhea and I'm like, okay, let's Never. Just, let's not, okay, let's not go that far. But I understand the power of words and the power you have to change somebody's life just, you know, by altering what you say and how you say to them and making sure that it hits home. How much do you value going out to speak? And, you know, you've been involved with that and also currently now. But how important is it for you to go out there and meet people and talk to them and spread a positive message as well? I think it's so important. One, because everybody can do it, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And what you're saying about the power of words and examining our thoughts and thinking through what we're going to say does impact 
people so so much. Oh, absolutely. So that that is really really important. So um, speaking, I think, is a talent that that I am blessed with, and I I will try and use. We all have different talents, and it's important for us to take forth and use them in a positive way. Um, so I think it's really really important. I think. I've been changed by words. And so, oh, yeah. you know, when people speak and or hearing somebody's story changes you and changes your mind, your mindset, and you act out in a different way. So I can't actually stress the importance of speaking positively or speaking to people, you know, and speaking into people's hearts and speaking what is true to you um, and using the talent. And it's, it's not an easy thing to do to speak to people because you really are putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and you're putting your thoughts out there. And if you care about that, you know that it's not easy. If you don't care about it, you'll just babble, babble, babble irresponsibly. But if you really care about that, you, you will know that it's quite a hard skill to hone. It's, it's, um, it is about critically thinking through examining your thoughts and then delivering them in a way that is meaningful and mm-hmm. adding value to somebody else's life. So on that point of speaking, by the way, we ha- we may or may not just have this little thing called WeChat. <laughs> we have our Cliff Central official accounts. It's just Cliff Central. Search for that, and you can send us a message straight right to the show. Also, you can call us zero eight six one triple five one eight nine straight to the show. Or um, yeah, you can tweet. Oh, there there also is that little thing called Twitter. There's a little Twitter <laughs> hashtag hands across SA. Yes. Or you can follow us on CliffCentral.com. Yes, on Twitter as well. So you know. I, yeah, this whole thing with words, by the way, my father chose to never, ever hit me my whole entire life. And the thing is, I now wish he did (laughs) because I know when I'm in trouble, he just never says anything. Mm. And that one solid line of, I'm disappointed. Mm. Is the worst. Oh, the worst. It is the, it's yeah. the worst. If that comes from any parent, or or even like a peer, if they have to turn around and go, because I know that, that, I know if, if it was just a beating, you'd hit me once and yes, it would feel painful Pain and, passes. you know, and it's gone. But that shows the power of words. I never want to hear him say, you know, I was disappointed yeah. or why did you do that? When he just gets into singular words, I'm like, Oh, I, I'm, I've I, did it. Um, yes. it's over. So for you, Raylene, what are some, what were those few words that have changed your lives or like word of advice that you've received from somebody that ever since then was just has stayed with you? Still to the day. In Ooh. danger of sounding like Sia <laughs> Free, Oprah Winfrey. Sia Winfrey, yes. Sia Winfrey. Have you have you heard the the rumors that he might be Oprah Winfrey's son? Oh, oh no, they aren't rumors. I she she, they're, they're she doesn't know friends. yet. She doesn't know. We're gonna get her in studio to break the news. Yeah. Seen enough. I, I've I just managed. It. I, I navig- see the resemblance. Yeah, I've navigated her personal assistant for now, and so I think maybe I should do like a LinkedIn search or something and get in contact with her. Go for it. I sound like I such can. a freak. No. I think you can do it. <laughs> so um, the words that changed your life? Yo, um, I, I don't, I don't, there's been so many, I guess, but I, one of, something that comes to mind right now is dream big. Is Ooh. actually, is one of the sort of two words that I needed to unpack for myself. It's mm-hmm. like dream big, um, dreams are free was something that I, that I, learn a lot about or that I um, think a lot about dreams are free you don't no one has to you don't have to pay for dreams you don't have to give yourself the permission to dream to think to think about it to wish it to want it to and I kind of relax in my dreams yeah and so I don't know the specific words that were told but that was what I understood from whoever said them I don't know where I ever heard but it's been something that's been in my head for long dreams are free and 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 so just go for them relax in them and the funny things about dreaming big um, thinking big, 
without giving yourself the pressure to achieve them, actually. Yeah. You usually do. So you being able to just dwell in what you really want and what you wish for the world for just a little while um, has been one of the things that have changed me forever because then I want it. Then I'm like, okay, how do I do it? And just and you and go, you, for oh, it. you yeah. go, you go, go, you go, 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 go. But you need to create that bigger vision, and sometimes we don't give ourselves the permission to do that because totally. you think how. Without thinking how, just do it. Just you got, dream. You, you got to be confident in your creativity. Right. And and dreaming big is so huge. Right. Uh, they say success is 80% showing up. So when, when right. you've got that going, Ooh. you just need to start. Just, you just need to start something. Exactly. I love that. It's exactly that. And you've started something. I mean, we've, we've you've done Miss S18. You've traveled. You've been a... A spokesmodel. What haven't you done? There's, no. <laughs> there, there, you've done amazing things uh, on the platforms that you've been given, and now you've just raised the bar to your new venture and project, right. which is all about leadership. Right. Tell us a bit more about it. Cool. And I love what you said about starting, because that's exactly what we did. It's just like started it. So I guess nothing just happened out of the blue. It was it all built up. So from this teen, get an opportunity to understand young people, know mm-hmm. young people, understand South Africa. The next thing was how do we create something that has young people involved, is building our country that we love so much, and because I love global travel, encompasses a global community. So that was the question we started with, and that was the dream. How do, what is this thing that we start? And uh, my best friend and partner that we were actually in high school with, uh, Nelly Swafente, we started thinking about this thing, and that's where Spring Age was born. I'm going to stop you. She was in high school with you, yes. which meant she was drinking the same water, and ah, you, you guys have both got it's, – it's totally – I need I to think, visit this town. I see it. Umtata on a bottle, and that's what you need to go out and I, ship. So – Yes, but yeah. actually we were in school together in Johannesburg. Okay, well, I we'll did. take a little shine as well. But I'm told a bottle's still a good idea. <laughs> All right, so you and her were sitting so, down, you were thinking about what is yeah, it that, and how are we going to bring this together? How are we going to bring this together? We know we've got big problems in our country, but we also know there's a critical mass of young people who have really cool solutions to them. They just need a platform to ideate, think, co-create, and then maybe collaborate with people that can make these things come alive. So um, our organization, Spring Age, was born, which is really a movement of leaders across South Africa. It's young people who have started something. It's young entrepreneurs who are wanting to build really cool companies, young professionals in big companies that want to be involved in something bigger than their everyday work. It's young community leaders. They could be in Kunu. They could be in Butterworth. They could be anywhere in this country that have just uh, that have been able to lead their lives. And we said, well, we've got this critical mass uh, we need to bring them together and let's start coming up with solutions in South Africa. And all of this came together in what we call a spring break. Ooh. So we hold this thing called a spring break. So not like the American lose your head, go off and go wild. So it's lose your head, go off, go wild, but do it for positive change. Okay. All righty. You know, but it's <laughs> we about... We party with a purpose. We pa- so party actually, with a purpose. Can I, did I just give you a new tagline there? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's more than a party. It's actually an ideation session. It's an innovation session. It's where we go wild with thinking outside the box on very, very social and important issues that we face in South Africa, like agriculture sector. How do we build it in this country? Manufacturing, security. So these are critical things and seem boring, but are the pillars of building our country. Totally. And to have young minds that are all together in this creative bubble coming up with solutions. Exactly. 
if people are the problem, then people are the solution. Exactly. And, Ooh, and that's what we got to do. You're on fire um, today. You're just, giving me wine. You know, it's one just liners galore. Um, yeah, so that, that's where you sit is in this creative hub. And I think that's where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens. And if everybody comes into this creative hub, the spring break, with their own spaces of influence. So the, that young person in Gunu comes in and that Santon kid comes into the same space and that other kid in the agriculture, they all come in for the same interests, for the same reasons of wanting to build things, amazing things happen. And then we took it a step further and said, well, what happens if we collaborate with corporate organizations and government Ooh. people who yeah. have the same kind of internal motivators, so very special ones, <laughs> in the same space and then come up with this, these solutions because they've got the scale, somebody else has the money, we've got the ideas, and then we really got a good shot at starting these ideas, piloting them, and scaling them so they actually come alive. This, this is massive. It sounds like something every every single entrepreneur and little leader and people with their own businesses needs to be a part of. Where do we sign up? How do we get involved? Yes. Do you have Facebook, Twitter? Let's retweet that. Where, tell us where to go. Right. So we've been tweeting about the show this whole morning, Spring Age. So it's at Spring Age One is our Twitter handle. You can find us on Facebook as well. It's a beautiful movement of young people from around the world. So the other thing we do is how do we collaborate with other young people who are like-minded from around the world as True. well, you know? Uh, it's an online and virtual world that we live in. So that's really positive. So we run Spring Breaks online as well. So when we have a problem, we can aggregate these ideas online. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, and we've also got a website, www.springage.co.za. And we're so accessible. Both Nelly and myself and the Spring Age team are so, so accessible. And we just, yeah, we just want to build it and keep running and having spring breaks everywhere. This is fantastic. And so we're still talking to Raylene from Spring Age and no, she's just a world goddess taking over the world slowly but surely. This is hashtag Hands Across Essay with Brent and I. This is cliffcentral.com.
And that was Tiesto's remix uh, of John Legend's All of Me. It was beautiful. Huh. I love anything with a beat. Exactly. As we've noticed. Start a party on a Tuesday. Anything that just gets you like pumped up, then that'll be fine, right? That's how I roll. <laughs> so we're still with Raylene Rourke. Um, what, so within the break, we were actually talking about how you got to spend time with Madiba, which is something everybody envies. How, how is that? You know, cause second Oprah reference of the show, um, Oprah herself said she spent 10 days with Madiba and she was, she felt extremely awkward just being there. But after 10 days and spending, um, time in his house and actually having 29 meals with him, she found that she was extremely comfortable with him after it. And she actually said the sign of being comfortable with someone is if you're fine with sitting down with them in complete silence. That for me was a biggie. If you can sit with someone in silence, that's quite when you're at ease with them. So how was it like? It's kind of daunting. Yes, he isn't with us today. Mm. But I still feel with such a great presence, how would I even begin to walk into a room? Mm. How would you address him? I would want to bow down. I don't know. How, how was that like? What an opportunity. One of, you know, I, I, I even have chills when I think about it because it really it was magical. Um, and I think that is Madiba magic, actually, is mm. the ability to make people feel equal and at ease because he doesn't have the superior being about him. So it's almost not, I don't want to say easy, but it's almost easy to be calm with him because he's so calm and loving. He, for me, exuded love. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I knew his love for young people and, and that's the spirit I walked in the room with. I had the privilege of having real afternoon tea with him. I think we were there for nearly three hours. And, um, so not exactly 10 days, but that three hours yeah. was three hours, you know, with the man calmly, uh, sitting and just speaking about normal things. We spoke about Gunu when he'll be next home. We spoke about, um, it was my year of Miss Teen, so actually what does Miss Teen do and what do you want to do? And, you know, it, it was a situation where you could ask him questions if you really? wanted. He was calm. He was sitting on a sofa, um, and it was just really magical. But I knew uh, beforehand that I wouldn't be able to say everything to him that I ever wanted to say. So I wrote him a letter. Oh. I wrote him a card and um, and once again also – thought about what other young people would have wanted to say to him and kind of wanted whatever I wrote to say, we love you, we are so grateful for you, and we will do our best to keep your legacy alive. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's actually what I wanted to say. So I wrote it down and I gave it to him. And instead of him just like putting it away, I guess, with the million other gifts that he gets, you know, um, he said, let's read it together. So we've got beautiful pictures of us reading oh. this letter together. Uh, that that we that I'd written to him, so it was just magical, absolutely magical. Do you know what amazes what amazes me about Madiba is that you know I've watched many interviews over the years of him, where there is a mark of modesty within everybody, and you, you can you know quote unquote be modest, but with him it was more than that. Yeah. Where even if interviewers would bring up what he's done and how much he's changed the country and the world, he would adamantly say, "But it's not me." Right. And he would cite other people. So it's not, it was never really about him. And he's never carried an almost ego or even been slightly, you know, You're hey, right. but I actually did this type of thing. 
And so how did that translate in person? I mean, and that's what makes him, I guess, m- more powerful. Yeah. You know, because it's he sees something much bigger than himself. He always has. And so for me, it was just that. And the most respectful thing I thought I could do is try and tap into that big thing. So what was I going to do in my space to uh-huh. also create something bigger than myself? And and without being overwhelmed by it, start something. Well, it, every day you are living... You are living the Nelson Mandela right. dream, and that, and I think it's important that every single South African takes that and does that. One of the greatest things he said was, "As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do mm. the same." Oh, absolutely. And and Beautiful. he did that for you, and you are doing that for countless people. You're re- you've taken it to the next level, right. which is fantastic. Gorgeous, and that's uh, yeah, and that's what we all can do for other people. You know, talking about leadership for me. Some of the biggest leaders in my life, when I think back, has to be my teachers, mm. just because of how they were and how what they taught me, but almost unconsciously, just in they are, how they liberated me, how they encouraged me, how they spurred me on. And that's when I see that the influence a child has at a young age, young people as a whole, the influence that you have is amazing and, and because it goes on your whole life. It's who you are as you grow up and you take that on with you. So for you, how is it important to give back to young people and, you know, what the message you convey to them as well? So I think one of the things I really fall in love with is the potential within young people. But, you know, we have to be uh, careful not to just fall in potential that doesn't translate into anything, you know. So it's like, you know. The one thing we can do for young people is help them realize what they can do. And also not just what the how is so important. The steps, you know, sharing stories of how you started your company, sharing stories of how you gave yourself the permission to dream about it. Just those steps because they'll do it. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, you know. So young people have all this energy. They have these ideas. They've got, you know, they're bursting with it. But sometimes it's frustrating when you don't have that like helping hand and those step by step, and we're not saying spoon feed, it's just be an example. Be be an example. I think that's important. Right. And I think you throughout. I mean, you've you've been with us uh, with us nearly for an hour, and you are truly inspirational. But the one thing that you've that you've stuck on, and the one thing that you've done since you were a very young age, is be a role model for people around you. Mm-hmm. And you were you were conscious of the fact that somebody. Somebody is looking up to you, and and they, somebody is looking up to everyone. So, Sia, you've got a couple of people that look up to you that you wouldn't even know about. Right. But they do. Mm-hmm. And for us, that's important to continuously be a role model. Um, I think you you've got a great platform where you're able to do that. Uh, there's some there's some celebrities that that people follow that are disgusting that shouldn't be role models, and then there's others that truly they make Embody a difference. They, they make a difference because yeah. it's an important platform. It is really. Absolutely. But for me, you know, I, I want us to get to the core. There, you can talk about empowering others and you can talk about going out to the youth and, you know, inspiring them. But what about that conditioning? You know, some people, you know, some kids, they grow up, even if they aren't told directly, but the way they are treated, they know that they are less than. They are told, they are made to feel that they are less than. You know, even if you look at gender equality, the mere fact that there's a young girl out there who has to clean the house and wash the dishes and wash the clothes while the brother will sit down and do nothing. That in itself just mm. sends an indirect message. So how do you, how can we as a whole, as South Africans, go about changing and shifting the conditioning 
that of the mentalities that some kids have out there who do not feel that they can dream big, who cannot feel that they can go out there and change the world, who cannot feel that they are enough. Mm, it's a it's a it's a brilliant question and a and a yeah. hard one to answer because I think there's many answers to it and it starts somewhere. So the question is where do we start with it? And uh, something that comes to mind is just uh, finding a spark, you know. So if you talk about that household where that uh, that girl is just seeing the same example, same examples, where's the spark that she's going to uh, find that'll start to change her mindset? And she probably won't change her whole family, mm-hmm. but she might, I don't know, she might read something in a magazine about a young girl her age doing this, you know, in the same circumstance and how she got out, and that's what sparks it, or just information she read. Or she might have a conversation with the teacher at school, or she might... Um, meet or, or listen in a song. So my question is, where the she'll find a spark somewhere yeah. that starts to change that mindset. I don't think there's necessarily a um a systematic way of how we're going to change the, the that that kind of mindset that's so entrenched. It's just like being aware of where's the inspiration coming from, where's that spark coming from, keeping your eyes open for it, and whenever you have an opportunity as well, be that spark for oh, somebody. Yeah. You well, know. This this week, Friday, it's Mandela Day, 18th of July, and a lot of people have already planned what they're going to be doing on Mandela Day. It's important that we all jump on board this year and really be the light that shines for other people. And I think that's a great opportunity. If you if you feel that you're confident with in your own creativity and if you feel that you have and, and you can pass that on, you should. Mandela Day is a great day to do that. So get in touch with your kid's school, maybe just inspire other little people to be doing great things it's 67 minutes of your time that you can put towards something see ya and inspire i little people to do big things Ooh, little people to do second tagline of the day <laughs> i should start writing all of these things down <laughs> luckily we record the show you can okay. listen to it later on cliffcentral.com <laughs> oh look at you uh, yeah so see and i and the whole cliff central family have planned something amazing for Friday. Yes. For so this is what I'm absolutely proud of. So of course we have the official hashtag hands across SA. Which is ours that belongs to CNR. We've stolen it from Gary. So should it be a headliner? Brent and Sia presents hashtag hands across SA with cliffcentral.com. Totally. <laughs> That's how we're rocking it. We're so modest. So this is what we want to do. We'll be reminding you every single day of this week, but we want every single person out there who listens, wherever you are, whatever you do on Mandela Day, just simply tweet us or Facebook us or email Gareth at cliffcentral.com with whatever you're doing on Mandela Day. Um, just send us that picture and also tag in hashtag hands across essay. Because basically what we want to highlight is what Madiba said himself, it's in your hands to make the world a better place. So whatever's in your hand, whether it be a spade or paintbrush or a sandwich to give away, whatever it is, go out there and make a difference wherever you can, whenever you can, however you can. So Raylene, what will you be doing on Friday? So we're definitely sending our picture to you guys of what yes. you'll be doing. With the hashtag? With the hashtag hands across SA. There we go. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, but we are, you know, we love Madiba Day. And as South Africans, I think it, it, it's International Nelson Mandela Day. Oh, yeah. So it's the whole world is doing something. 
But Madiba comes from our soil. And so as South Africans, I think we must take lead in it. You know, we have to get involved. Yeah. So uh, Spring Age is going to Kunu. Um, it's our fourth year celebrating Mandela Day in Kunu in the Eastern Cape. And we engage in five different schools in the community, young leaders who are doing awesome things. And we will be coming up um, with different ideas on the topic of healthy living. So mm. one of the things we did last year was really look at Madiba's legacy and what were the cool things that he did that we can, very simple things that we can take into our lives so we live better lives and become better leaders. Mm-hmm. And so this year we've um, uh, partnered with PepsiCo Group, Simba, basically, and they're all about living an active life, uh, educating young people about carbohydrates. As much as you eat a snack, it's about how much exercise are you doing with it as uh, well. How do you burn that snack how off? How do you burn that snack off? It's not all bad, you know. But it's about understanding all those things. So we're saying, okay, we know in communities a lot of young people are not eating necessarily healthy. And we're not going to build leaders uh, if they're not healthy. So we're taking the healthy leadership in health. And we're going to Kuno with five different schools. And we'll be looking at really cool ideas, grassroots ideas on how those schools can start to live healthily. So oh, innovative ideas around the things that they wouldn't have thought of before. A problem of health of obesity, of, and just one, educating, and two, okay, now that we know what the problem is, what can we do to change it? And exactly. then we've got these young influencers who will then go back into their schools and their communities and in their households because they have a role to play with their parents and everyone who's cooking this food to then be the change that they want to see to become healthy leaders. Exactly, and that goes back to, you know, the reach and the platform you have to inspire people. Right. That's so phenomenal. a certain Mr. Brent Lindicu posted up a few tips on what you can do for Mandela Day. I, I did. I did. Yes. I put it on my Twitter, and it's also on my blog. Uh, you can look for it at Q. You can find me on Twitter. Um, there's 67 little things that you can do to create massive changes. If you haven't, if you haven't got involved yet, there's there's so many things out there, but I've selected 67 that could uh, work and, and make a change, from donating blood to supporting uh, different courses, um, giving back to the community. Uh, complimenting people, sharing I smiles. Like there's, there's a whole bunch. But but bigger than that, uh, you're going to be out there doing what you're going to be doing, Raylene. We'd like you to join us on, on Friday at exactly quarter to nine. Yeah, my maths, I'm trying to work backwards. No, it will be 67 minutes before nine o'clock. So it's not actually seven seven fifty three. 7:53. We're going to be in studio, yes. mm-hmm. and and we're gonna we're gonna ask South Africa to join hands, and that's where Hands Across nice. SA comes from. If there's one, Madiba taught us so much, and he left us with so many great gems of sayings and quotes. But the greatest thing he did, and it it was never written down. It's in all the photos that were taken of him. Mm-hmm. Is he proved? He's he was proof that holding hands can lead to smiles. Oh, and if you ever see so if true. you ever see Madiba holding anyone's hand, both him and them have the greatest smile on their faces and that's what we want to do for South Africa on Mandela Day. We want to have 67 minutes on air with Gareth where we're going to be on his show, yeah. and myself causing trouble in the studio. Like hijacking for 67 minutes in a good way. Nice. Hands across, they say. But more than that, for 67 seconds, we're asking the whole of South Africa and all of our listeners around the world to join hands 
hopefully with someone that they haven't with in the past. Exactly. So you're creating new friendships. And send us those photos so we can post that's them online so cool. and share them. And it's all about sharing the love and the smiles. It's the smallest things that really make a difference. So whatever you're doing, just email Gareth at cliffcentral.com. I love for once I won't have to sort through his email. He'll have to deal with it all on his own. <laughs> but you know, okay, so here's the thing. Um, for Youth Day, I actually did a little special show. And I met an amazing woman. Her name was Renee. And she'll be doing even incredible and amazing er stuff in Alexandra Township for Mandela Day as well. So she'll be working with an HIV AIDS orphanage. Um, it's It's been converted from this old warehouse in Alexandra and now it houses um, kids who, you know, it's called Ban... Yo, look at me now. Banake... Leni. There we go. Do you, do you need me to come help you pronounce oh, that it? Was, that was a few cases. That was very rich. <laughs> it, it, it basically means take care of them. So, you know, wherever we can help, you know, all they need are the likes. They'll be planting some vegetables. So that's also healthy, right? Awesome. There we go. So we have your approval. Um, they'll be working with Fani Nietling, who developed green tie unit. So they'll be able to plant in vegetable, like a little vegetable garden in a tire. And they'll be able to go out and um, give a bunch of households that. And it will it's sustainable, you know. Um, it's not just about, okay, we're going to do it here. For today, and for today. It. Yeah. It's not just for today. It's forever. It's they'll, teaching yeah. someone about being healthy. And it's also giving them sustainable food. And it's awesome. That's that's a really cool concept. So, which is absolutely amazing. So, her name is Renee Kilner. And if you want to be, help out in Alexandra this week, or if you have anything to contribute for them planting, just give us a shout. Just email contact at cliffcentral.com because they're going out and they really just are looking for anything. You know, they also want some medical supplies and they'll be, you know, repatching the warehouse up. You know, they'll be doing some roofing as well. So, anything and everything, I'm sure they'll appreciate in any way. So, so all I, the little things, hey? Again, if you, if you guys are looking for anything to do and a little bit of inspiration, I did put it up on Twitter, uh, 67 things to do on Mandela Day. I think it's important that we all get involved. Um, it's the first one without him. Mm-hmm. So it is important. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and Raylene's been such an inspiration today. Yeah. That, that, that if you have been listening and you feel inspired, you can also follow her on Twitter and, and get in touch with, uh, with her and follow her with her great, great leadership. Guys, this is such an awesome show, and it's just, it's an honor to talk about and be with other young people who are doing awesome things, and so I think you guys are quite inspiring, so thank you. Oh, please. Yeah. Really. (laughs) Slowly but surely, but you're like, what I love about you is, let's, I know, let's go all the way back to your Miss S18 days. It really isn't just about the smile and the wave and looking pretty and saying, okay, we'll help out, but we see the heart in you, and it translates so much for in every single aspect and sphere of your life. And that's absolutely inspiring. And so thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thanks. See ya. Thanks, oh, We're incredible. so excited for this week. I really can't wait for Friday. I'm, I'm glad that we're going to be back in studio on Friday. I'm a little bit sad to be giving up today. The hour's gone by so quickly. It always yeah, does. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Time flies when you're being kind. Uh, oh, th- bang, bang, bang. On such a one-liner role. It's not even funny. So thank you so much, friends. It's been great to see you. It's absolutely um, awesome. I want to leave you with one more story that I found, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. It's about leadership. It's about celebrities changing the face of the way that the media portray people. Perfect. Um, I don't know if you heard of, I don't even know how to say her name. Maybe you want to pronounce this. Colby Callett? Colby Callet. Is that a She's name? a singer, yes. Okay, you know she sings a couple of songs. I would sing the song to you, but then I've accepted that I'm a horrible singer, so let's not. <laughs> it's only taken three weeks, but okay. we finally got there. <laughs>
we've, achi- a, we've achieved something. She's a great artist. She's, she's a great artist, and she's just released a new single. It's called Try. And in her music video, uh, there's a couple of people that are featured. There's about eight or nine different women. And from the beginning of the, the music video, they start removing their makeup and their hair clips and their hair extensions. And she does exactly the same, down to where you can see the little marks in her forehead and all oh. the little scars that people have. And basically, she's given the middle finger to Photoshop and said that beautiful doesn't need makeup. I think that's a really cool story. Oh, that's it's perfect. a really amazing music video. I'm going to tweet the link so you guys can go see it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it leaves us on a nice note. It's so oh, yeah. cool to, to talk about. And also, we have one of our listeners as well who's been really enthusiastic. Her name is, let's get to it, Layla. And you know, what I like about her is she's really, she emailed us and she was so wonderful. And she goes, hi, everyone. You know, I know I listen to you guys all the time and I feel like we're friends, but we don't really know each other. But I'm not going to ask for money, but I just want your help. Um, she's starting this whole initiative for her mother. Her mother has severe cirrhosis and she really is just, going out there and trying to raise awareness about this disease. So all you have to do is visit www.thunderclap.it forward slash projects um, forward slash 12607 dash help my mom. Are you going to tweet that link? Oh, yeah. It's a long link. It's a nice little long link. But, you know, I just like that she's not asking for anything much. She just wants to raise awareness about it and just to help her mother out. I think it's fantastic. That's super cool. So, Leila, you are absolutely awesome. I'll tweet the link just after this. And what an hour and a half. Well, not an hour and a half, but it's an hour and some half. (laughs) (laughs) It's been amazing. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, yeah. Raylene, you've been awesome. Oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. What fun. Oh, yeah. My name is Sia. My name is Brent. See ya.